because I know they're there. Here, it just feels like I'm talking to myself, even though y'all are here. Anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> to us, like we're chopped liver, fuck. I don't know. No, it's, I don't know. My brain, it doesn't work. Anyway. We don't count anymore, Brandy. She has an audience. I guess it's like everybody so used to that. subs due to you. Hi, everybody. Thanks for following us and making me make my sisters feel like chopped liver. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Today we have a recorded episode because we forgot we were supposed to do this episode and we made other plans. <laughs> yeah, so this is not the last episode. <laughs> we have one more after this. It's the for real second to the last episode that I kept saying during the previous episode. <laughs> right? That is why I had the, are you sure face? <laughs> We are very confused, as per up. usual, but today we will be talking about using modern technology in your magical practice, and we'll talk about what we do use, what we don't use, and what the possibilities are. Okay. Don't, don't all rush to speak once. Um. Okay, fine. I think I'll Bella start. should start this one. Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, I think a lot of times when one thinks of using technology or mo modern technology in witchcraft, people go to auto autom automatically polar opposites. Like, well, I I'm not a techno witch. I'm not a techno mage. You know, okay, well, we're not saying that. You know, you don't have to do all your spells with emojis or worship Pokemon <laughs> to be a, a, a modern-day uh, use of, of technology. Um, I, I think, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk through it, you know, is um, let's talk about the, the, the middle view, the middle point that I think almost all of us touch technology in our practice, whether we realize it or not. So... Um, some of the things, you know, that I think are things that we maybe re one of those things of we don't realize it um, is, you know, how many of you actually when you get an idea for a spell, do you wait until you get in front of a piece of paper uh, or your notebook or your book of shadows or, or do you jot it down on your phone because that's what you have most handy? You yes. Know, even something as simple as that just uh, using it as a working tool. So yes, I have a specific spiral notebook where I write all my notes down, but equally, I have this whole section in my phone full of um, electronic notes because ideas will come in literally on the fly. I may be sitting in the doctor's waiting room and something will come you know, to my brain and I'll start you know, jotting down some ideas. And we kind of do that with everything in our life, not just not just you know spell work or ritual or whatnot, but you know so that that's one thing, is not being afraid to do that. That it's okay, you know, if you if you are hesitant to do that because you're thinking, oh well, that's just not as magical. No, it's literally just like grabbing a piece of paper. That is that is our 21st century form of a scratch piece of paper, is our notepad, on our phone, and so you know that that's one of the obvious ones, but 
some that are not so obvious. And I actually talked about this in, I think it was an old, one of the earliest videos that I did on um, things you can do, you know, when you, when you're, you live in the city. And, and one of them is we always talk about tapping into energies, tapping into celestial energies, personal energies, ancestor energies. Hello, you're literally smack dab in the middle of the city. You may even be living in an apartment complex that has a neon sign right outside your window. There's nothing that says that we can't tack into it, tap into the electricity grid and literally redirect and uh, and and pull from that energy source. And and I like to think of that sometimes as not the energy itself that I would direct toward a working, but more like to to fuel my personal personal energy, for instance, like add to it. It's kind of like I'm kind of like I'm plugging in to boost my own energy, that type of thing. So that was my thought process. I mean, I'm going to stop a second and turn it over to you guys to see if that's maybe stimulated some thoughts in your head. I mean, that's actually a relevant idea. Like, like you said, we, even, even where I live, like, Yes, it's out in the country and the mountains, but there's still an energy grid and that's a good boost of energy and, you know, and a good way to learn energy manipulation if you think about it, because, mm -hmm. you know, you're not using someone else's energy and trying to hone in their emotions. You're using an electrical grid. I'm like, you just saying that made me think about that. Like, that's a good way to start practicing without having to have like figure your own out well I mean you still need to figure your own out but like figuring someone else's energy out first and then of course everybody knows that I always have all my shit on a notepad like on my phone I'm always like hold on I have it on my phone like we're always I'm always somewhere or especially the grocery store or when we're talking and I get an idea like oh crap but Papers all the way over there. Hold on. My phone's in my hand. And then if you think about it, there's a lot of things like, I think I said this last time, our last episode is there is a lot of things that we do not have that they had back then that we do and things that we have now, like technology is not necessarily just computer based or electronic based, like there's different tools that you know we didn't have back then that we do now like um you know like uh the, the electrical like the what is it the diffusers that we plug into the walls now instead of sitting there and burning charcoal incense and like getting ash everywhere if you need an incense blend or whatever you can put it in the oils in one of those outlet burners you know those are like i use those a lot because i you know that's a i like that that that's a that's a great example and actually i i talked very little bit about that in a video that i'm about to drop on my oleum of demonic sorcery which is you know one of the things that you can do with an actual spell oil or a ritual oil is 
we can put it in an oil diffuser. That's modern technology because if you have something that is loaded and powered, you know, with with magical potency or or some sort of ent entity's essence, um, an ancestral essence, you know, when you're putting in that diffuser, you are spreading not just the scent but all of that potency in your immediate space. And so oh. please check what actually, herbs you have used. <laughs> yes. Of course, of course, absolutely. Please don't turn your house into a gas chamber. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, Espe or, from, especially for your animals, especially for your animals. Yes. Well, practice, and see, and that's the whole reason I use, witchcraft. that's the whole reason I used like the, the oil burnt, the, the burnt, the, oil burners like the scentsy warmers and stuff you know because I had children that were really little and like to pull on things so I had to find an alternative to burning stuff for the longest time until the you know last few years now that they're you know teenagers and just don't give two shits what mom's doing and leave it alone so I had to use the oil burners and stuff like that that you could plug in and just walk away and they wouldn't bother it. So that's that's a modern technology that's not necessarily computer and internet and stuff. That's just the whole, you know, home decor thing. That's like that was a great idea by a mom who was tired of her kid spilling wax and burning themselves. Well, and you know what? I'm glad you said that because even more basic than that, look. I'm talking about pretty much anything that came about since the Industrial Revolution, okay? Because I think a lot of times, you know, um, people automatically think that, you know, if if they're not acting like their um, ancestors from the 1800s, um, then they're not practicing real magic, and you know, and and I and I and I really have to challenge you on that because you know, one of the things that I know that I think all of us have said is that through the ages people have used what they have on hand you know that that's kind of the the um, key to what we do is we we make use of what we have on hand and so back then they may have turned to other more um mechan less mechanical things you know uh, because that was what they have on hand we have things on hand today that we consider pretty much like every day and it's been around for years. I know many of you, we were kind of um, joking around about Pinterest, but um, I swear I'm not quoting Pinterest, but you know, I've, I've seen people quote things here and there from something on Pinterest that says that, you know, an easy hex, if you will, um, is when you are doing your business on the toilet, you know, write a little, write a little hex on the toilet paper before you wipe, wipe, flush it down the toilet. Okay. We're using modern technology in that, you know, whereas maybe back then, you know, they might have actually taken a shit somewhere, taken their shit and wiped it down on the petition and then threw it, uh, sent it down a, a river, you know, again, much more natural, but I would say 99.9% .9 of us have a toilet in our homes these days. Right? And in a pinch, if somebody pisses you off and you are in the middle of doing your business, 
you know, that's a, are you going to, you know, establish a, 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 an age-long family curse through the use of your toilet paper? No. But, you know, you can send a nice little hex somebody's <laughs> way. I mean, also, like, simmer pots. Look at our stoves. We have electric and gas stoves now. We didn't have that shit back then. You're not out there in your yard building a a, a cooking fire and a big fire pit and setting things up to make your little simmer pot for five minutes. You're sitting there and putting the cooking pot that you just made spaghetti from like two days ago and putting it on an electric stove top. Or even the yeah. gas stove, because it still needs electricity to light that pilot. So, people use their stove tops for you know. I think we just were talking about this in a, in a very recent episode about how we just don't have the money and the means or the need to have those big ass cauldrons anymore. You know, because that's where they used to people used cauldrons that big because that's where they used to cook all of their meals in. Right? We don't have that. And if you do, that means you spent a lot of money on that. that that's not cheap. And it, mm. but but what we do have are pots and pans, and yeah, sure. they look much more modern. But um, you know, if you need to make an oil blend, if you need to make a potion overheat, chances are I'm going to venture to guess you're using pan that you probably bought from Target. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's what we have on hand today. Does that mean I don't have a dream of having a big ass cauldron? And, you know, Clyde and I talk about it all the time, you know, setting up something outside where we can hang a big ass cauldron. Sure. But that's a nice to have when we have the money to do so. Until then, exactly. I'm use my pots and pans from Walmart. Or if you live in a, a, a you know, dorm, you have a little, what is it, the, the hot plate? You have a little yeah, hot yeah. plate you plugged in for your tiny little pot and stuff. Or you have a crock pot these days that you, you know, plug it in, turn it on, and walk away all day. So, you know, like, we have all these modern conveniences that are considered technology and everything that most people are not even equating that to modern technology. Yeah, because it we're so used to it. And and some of the things, like I said, you know, is I, I think um at the risk of, of speaking for everybody else in the world, you know, uh, generally speaking, you know, I've seen people just get a little bit hesitant, you know, of of using even just the basic tools because they feel like they're 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 doing their practice injustice. You know, but let's take a mortar and pestle, for example. Do I use my mortal and pestles? Absolutely. That's my that's my go-to. But you know what I also have if I need to use it? Absolutely. A coffee grinder. Yep. And and that doesn't make it any less or worse. But look, let's face it, there's going to be some of us that are simply physically not going to be capable to do what needs to be done give the amount of strength to crush or break things up in a mortar and pestle and if you didn't put it in that coffee grinder it's then you're not going to get what you're what you're trying to get it's okay to do that or some of us are a little bit older and get tired after a while yeah you know like i have pestles can they 
they can, you know, they can get very tiresome, you know. I mean, I have wrist issues. I can't, I can't be grinding away constantly. So, so the reason why I have my um, coffee grinder, I have one specifically just for this altar room. I only use it for, for magical works. I don't use it all the time because again, like I said, my mortar and pestle is my go-to, but there's certain things. So, so for instance, when I'm making, I'm grounding up eggshell powder to get it to that really, really fine powder. That's really hard in a mortar and pestle, at least for me. And that takes a really long time especially if I'm wanting to turn it into a magical chalk. I need it really, really fine. So yes, I do crush it in a mortar in a mortar and pestle as much as I possibly can to get all of my energy in it. And then I top it off by throwing it into the coffee grinder to bring it down to that fine powder that I need in order to make my chalk. So, you know, I, I'm not turning my back on you know, the, the actual work and effort to put my energy into it. But I am using modern appliances and, and, and today's technology to help get it over the hump of, of what I'm trying to achieve. Exactly. And I mean, the, the coffee grinder is a perfect, you know, example. I mean, think about how long ago when they needed it to be that fine of powder. Can you imagine how yeah. long it actually took them to use do that? Like it took forever and a lot of back grief, you know. And most of those ladies yeah. had been, you know, most of the ladies doing it were you know herbalists that were already in their elder, you know, stages of life. So I'm sure their bones didn't feel good and were like, "Why don't we have something to make this easier?" <laughs> Or you get your your young nephew to, you know, can you rub this a little bit? Can you stir this a little bit? Yeah, man. It's just one of those I mean, things. You know, it, these, are, these are not, um, it's not, a, again, it's not an issue of it must be one or the other. You know, it's allow yourself to, to be in that happy medium. Um, you can still stay true to your practice and the authenticity of your practice and, and honor the older ways by and still use what we have at our disposal today. And, and let's be real about this, okay? A hundred years from now, our great-great-grandkids, great-great-grand-nephews, nieces, you know, if they choose to practice, they may break out that coffee grinder and consider themselves using ancestral technology <laughs> and to them it will be like yes i'm staying true to the practice because it's all relative you know just because it came into existence in an earlier par part um, of time doesn't make it any less than or more than so just really be careful with how, how you view these things, but also don't, you know, don't, don't ignore the possibilities. Now, one of the things that Hesse and I were talking um, about before we started recording really briefly was, um, I, I blanked, what were we talking about? 
uh, flameless candles. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was one of them. That wasn't I. I was. That was. There was something else I was thinking about too, but flameless candles. Yeah. So, so you, obviously that's a modern day invention. You know, that's a form of technology that that is manned by batteries, not by fire itself. So, you know, is that a good or a bad thing to use for me personally? And everybody has different opinions about it. You know, for me, it's again, it's it's all about. Um, what you're using it for, what your purpose is, what is truly the purpose, you know? And so when you're using things like more modern day technologies, you know, again, if you just talk through it with yourself and think through it and think about what your true purpose is, if you need to do candle magic, for, for example, because you want to incorporate the element of fire, well, a, an electronic candle, a flameless candle, is just that it's flameless. You are not gonna get the fire. So you're not really gonna be able to meet the goal that you're trying to meet. If however, you understand that and you say, okay, I'm using instead battery energy, or I want to use this particular color that this flameless candle was painted and that's what I wanna use it for. You know, that then there's, absolutely nothing wrong with using that technology with it or just but then the understand light. exactly or just the light but then understand the limitation not just the 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 benefits but also the limitations of the technology that you use, choose to use everything has benefits and limitations okay and so it's just about you being thoughtful of what you're about to do and what you're about to use and how you're choosing to use it There was something else that we were talking about, though, that I, it totally left my mind. So we won't be talking about it. Crap. But I can't even remember what it was. You were you were off in the bathroom or something. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> then I don't have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, I Another can't remember. So does that does that um, stir up anything? Give you an idea? Give you any ideas, Estia? No, I can't remember I... what it was. No, no, no. About uh, technology that you may not even realize that you're incorporating or using. Well, I typically am one of the people who tries to avoid it <laughs> as much as possible, um, but it works out because both of the paths that I follow are rooted in like ancient times. So it, it works for me to keep things at a bare minimum. And when you don't need very much, you don't need to advance things. Cause you know, we've all discussed that uh, like we can do workings with zero tools. So there are times where if I have to use, if it comes down to it, like I don't have anything, I'll do it with nothing before I do it with technology. That's just how I feel. I don't, I don't push that on anybody else. I'm not like, this is the right way to do it. This is just what feels best to me and it works for me. So mm -hmm. that's what I do. Uh, there are certain things that I use, uh, you know, I'm not rich, so I can't afford every book in the world. So there's PDFs, there's reading articles online and yeah. So, I mean, I use a lot of technology for education purposes for sure. Um, 
you know, taking notes, definitely. Basically any part of the research, education, taking notes, planning, all of that happens on phones nowadays for most people. I do prefer to write it. And most of the time I do write it. I am at home most of the time and there is paper everywhere because I hoard paper and pens. So um, most of the time it works out. I do use a modern day stove. I have an electric stove. Um, I'm not, I, I, I got bad wrists. I'm definitely not hauling a cauldron around. Those things are heavy as hell. <laughs> um, so like even my tiny, I have a little teeny tiny cauldron and that thing is heavy. And when my hands flare up, I can't even pick that up and move it. So yeah, sometimes it's a saucepan. Um, not to mention one of the sides of my practice is very kitchen heavy. So it's literally just making food like you normally would. It's regular meals. It's not like eye of newt and shit like that. It's like pork tenderloin. And so you're like, you know, because everything comes from somewhere. Everything already has its own energies. So it's it really is just doing regular shit with intention, purpose, and having the ability to manipulate that. Exactly. And you know what? I don't want to downplay what you mentioned about accessing, you know, PDFs. Um, because it is a, it's, it's a, it's a luxury of the late, the later 21st century, where when I say the later, I mean the current times that we are in now, it's definitely a luxury that was not available until, you know, very, very recently. And for somebody that, um, that doesn't have a lot of money to spend on books. Books are wonderful. And I don't, I hope we never get away from hardcover books. Um, but, you know, for, for many of us, buying a thousand dollars worth of books, that'll probably get us like 10 books, um, is just not in our budget. And so PDFs are an option, you know, and, and again, I, whenever we bring up this subject, you know, I'm always careful because my, my intent is never to um, jip an author out of their hard-earned money, but there are a lot of books out there that have been around long enough that, um, that they are, I mean, some books even from the 1800s and, and such, you know, you, you can get a lot of uh, 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 Levi, um, Levi's books on PDF, you know, he's long gone. You're not taking any money out of his pocket, you know? Um, and a lot of those books are, are available on the internet legitimately, published, uh, put on there by, by libraries and stuff. There, there's a lot of resources that are available. You just have to be okay. Well, one, know how to look for it, but two, also be okay with the fact that, okay, that's right. Wouldn't it be great to hold a beautiful old book from the 18th century or the 19th century? That would be wonderful. But the chances of the average person being able to do that are not very high, but you can still gain from that knowledge from a scanned copy that is available for free. Just Google and it. I also want to, this is going to be the only thing I say as far as like the morality of PDFs online. Um, you have to understand that most people come to witchcraft even nowadays out of some kind of desperation. And if you think a fucked up life is is wor or is not as bad, like you think stealing a PDF 
is worse than just having a fucked up life, then you have never been to the point where you will do anything. Because some people will do so much more than just take a PDF. So I'll say that too. Like also morality is a spectrum and what you may be super offended by because you might be an artist yourself. Look, if there's, if I ever put a book out, yes, I would want you to buy it. But if you, if there's something in there, you're like, I need that information. It's life-changing information. You think I'm going to cry because somebody stole one of my books? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I do I like to make money? Yeah, I have bills. I'm an adult. But also anything I do that has to do with my practice, I do it out of love and I do it with respect for what it is. So it's never about the money. And the thing is, I think that's a key. You know, it, it's respect. It's respect. You know, um, some people are going to be more cognizant um, and more caring about the, the sourcing of the PDFs than others. So I just wanted to make that general statement, you know, like where it was, no, we're not encouraging you to, to steal everybody's work, but know that there's a lot of legitimate sources out there that are free simply because they've been around for so long. And, and just because it's old, and we've talked about this too many times, just because it's old doesn't necessarily mean that the, the information in there is no longer good there's a lot in fact of in this incredible. walk of life that's what we want yes. like we want the oldest exactly. one you could find like what year is this from do you have an older one i'll take the older yes. one like yes, that's just exactly. kind of, you know so i think it's weird that everybody's running to a lot and some of these new books are great i have a lot of newer books by newer practitioners and they are great but that is not even the majority it's not a, even a good chunk it's a small chunk of the shit that's out there so you know read the old stuff it's better <laughs> it's better anyway i mean look at the library about... we have of pdfs just between oh, oh, yeah. all of us yeah. and we share yeah. that so um, another thing another thing i use well no I, well, I guess I was cracking jokes with my husband this morning about it because I was like, I don't really use technology in mine. And I was like, the the newest invention I use is uh, in actual workings, not in like study and stuff like that is um, like my Bic lighter. <laughs> I'm not out here, you know, rubbing rocks together, or rubbing sticks or, you know, I do use matches though. I prefer matches, but if I'm out, I will use the lighter. But nine times out of 10, I will still try to use matches, but matches aren't even all, I mean, they're old, but that's not how like the old, old, old ladies were lighting their candles. We were not sitting there with flint stones and, you know, checking them together. <laughs> and I do think that's a, that's one that you can like, you can see how, it changed with time for practitioners and they did not even fight it. They were just like, whatever, easier fire, <laughs> bet we're going to take it. We don't care how we got it. It's just, oh, quicker fire at the, like that? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> one At thing about that us, over look, here <laughs> and this is something that cracks me up out of every practitioner I've ever seen yeah some people will have a favorite element that's something else but we all use fire oh absolutely absolutely I've yet to meet one that's like I only use water no you don't no you don't <laughs> you can't that's not how it works I don't know why I feel that way but I just feel that way like no mm-hmm 
No, I, I'm I trying think to think if there's being, anything else. Being realistic. <gasps> we forgot a big one. We What's forgot that? a big one that new age witches love it. The freezer. <laughs> freezer, yes. The refrigerator. We love us some freezers, yeah. don't we? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's true. <laughs> That is definitely a more modern technology that everybody appreciates. How many yeah. of you out there right now have a, a jar in there for a freezer spell? At least one. Listen. Raise your hands. We can't see you, but raise your hands anyway. I don't have enough hands. She's like, I actually, all the I actually have, um, we have like a big deep freezer and that's where he keeps all of our food. Uh, the little freezer is mine. You don't put nothing in there. That's mine. The little freezer. <laughs> that yeah, whole thing's cool. <laughs> I don't want it tainting my meat. There, there is um, another form of technology that I that I actually use, and again, it has to do with with being realistic. Okay, so music has been a, a, a part of my life for. I was you just know, about to say music a, too. A, a good poor a good portion of my life and this is the first time in a long time um you know i have been without a any kind of musical instrument in my house now for close to five years and that's been a, that, that's that's a little challenging for me it's a little difficult so um but i like to work i like to to make audio, create audio sigils and um they're very simplistic they're um you know there there's there's no chords or anything just you know single note lines of, of you know musical phrase and so um i use an app i have an app that you can pull it up on your phone looks like a keyboard and i just play my my musical phrase in there and record it and as my audio sigil um is is it ideal no of course not how how i would love to still have my piano here but i don't that's reality. And so does that mean I'm just going to stop doing that altogether because I don't happen to have my, a piano? No, because in this day and age, we have the benefit of that technology and I can just download an app for free and play a little ditty on an app and a I can little still do ditty. my audio sigils. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Making a mental note by Bella. Casio keyboard. <laughs> there you go. No, no, it can't be a Casio. It has to be an actual. It has. I, I I'm need... just kidding. <laughs> Buy her a Barbie size. She said, grand "I am piano. a real musician. Don't you ever insult me with that little battery operated piece of shit." She needs. If, we, if we'll we'll find something her. like that. I will. I'll just stick with the app until I can get a <laughs> piano in here again. She said, "All bang sticks on a pot first. <laughs> Oh God! But, but that's the other thing too is that you know I was actually going to go a different too. way with that. I was going to go a different way with music. What? I use speakers. Because see, um, totally. I I've talked about using emotions and the energy because raw emotion energy is hella strong, super overwhelming, and um, music is one of the ways I can channel anything almost instantly. Um, because music's been a huge part of my life too. It was a coping mechanism growing up in a messed up household, 
um, it was escape for me. So it's always been something that I can relate to and I can slip into immediately. And um, being able to have something that is quick acting like that, where it's like, I, this song has made me feel this way every time I've heard it for the last 20 years, throw that on. This is what I need right now. And um, invest in some decent speakers because then you actually get the vibrations and that helps too. There are times um, where I just don't have a lot of my own personal energy. Maybe my husband's not here, so I can't take his, <laughs> um, you know, and like I said, I, well, actually, I think I said this before we started recording, but I don't even like having a lot of electronics in my working room because for me, again, I'm one of the people I like to be as close to no tools as possible, as close to, as close to just basic, basic ingredients, like just bare minimum. Um, so I don't even like having lights on in there. I don't like having electronic things plugged in, in there. So, um, one of the exceptions I make is for speakers, but the vibration, if I don't have a lot of energy and I don't have anything here to really pull from that musical energy, it's powerful. Get some good speakers though. Like really you have to, there's so many levels, there's highs, mids, and lows that you're not going to get in really cheap ass speakers. Um, so if you're going to use music in that form, I I highly suggest some decent speakers. Well, and you can even take that a step further, you know, and if you have, and right now you can actually even do it with apps, you know, or on your computer is work with different frequencies, mm -hmm. you know, and if you have those, those speakers, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have, have watched shows on the Discovery Channel or the History Channel, you know, that shows that sound itself can create different shapes from the vibrations of the sound. Yeah. You know, so so there's there's a lot of also headphones. That. Headphones are speakers and they directly pump into your head. Think about that for a oh. second. You the uh -huh. the waves are directly influencing your you like you and you're going to feel it more so and also um a good set of quality headphones are cheaper than a good set of quality home speakers yeah and, and a lot of people and it's more private out there will use things like binaural beats with their headset oh i know, do use that's the, i do all the time yeah. dude well i mean yeah, i've talked about using frequencies i mean mm -hmm. a lot and that's and just that's, one of my technology Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we didn't. The benefit, the benefit of technology is the ease of being able to fine tune and manipulate that. You know, um, again, can we still do it old school? Of course, there's there's all kinds of ways to do it, but um, you tend to have to be a little bit more of a trained musician to do a little bit more old school, for one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's know, not many of those these days. <laughs> so. Us. So I mean, it's not making you a what did you call it? A techno witch? Techno witch or techno mage? Yeah. Yeah. I think another. I think another one that we should probably touch on real quick too is indoor plumbing for your baths and your whatever the hell else. But specifically yes. baths because you're not having to lug in water from the river and 
boil it with fire mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like all of that is all of that is done for you via a water heater and some of you have jets yeah yeah you got all these fancy things and plumbing these days i mean like i don't know <laughs> it's a modern convenient yeah and i, I promise you Broomhilda wasn't to, doing that to, to hesia's point you know again it's not there's no right or wrong per se and to stay as natural as possible is a beautiful thing and there's really nothing wrong with that just don't don't automatically shy away from the technology don't consider it as um as being um disrespectful to your to your practice now obviously consult with your ancestors you know maybe perhaps it is but the point being is don't don't do this carte blanche like i must be the witch of the wood um and live in the 17th century to practice and that's that's really not always case just don't use glitter (laughs) please don't your ancestors your ancestors told me to send you a message the message is don't use glitter they don't like that shit it's glitter invented i don't know and i don't care (laughs) i don't know you're gonna make me let me see you're gonna google it Mm mm-hmm She's like now, already there's am. way more things about technology to talk about, you know, like when I would love to actually find a, a, a techno mage um, to come onto our show sometime to really talk about because some of the stuff that they use are honestly incredible. You yeah. know, uh, I, I don't think that I would ever do that. I just, that's just not the level of intellect that I have within me. I, I'm no engineer. And these people tend to be from those kinds of backgrounds, but like seeing some of the equipment that they have literally made, created, you know, to to measure the um, the movement of energy um, that they connect into the, their wand that they use is is an electronic wand. I mean, there's like there's actually electricity coming from. I mean, like, I mean, you want to talk about the the epitome of energy manipulation they are literally <laughs> manipulating the energy with their electronics um it's it's i mean it, it's mind blowing to be honest with you but um you know so if you consider yourself far more technology oriented uh more of an engineer definitely way more than any of us here even put together you, know, you you may want to look in some of the the truly modern magical practice of psionics and uh, use of radionics because that's some that's some incredible stuff very impressive right okay glitter was born, made in 1930 by some dude in new jersey new jersey yes new jersey 1934 there you go I'm so gaudy in New Jersey. Why am I surprised? Why am I not surprised? <laughs> so, there you go. There's... From Manhattan. Manhattan. Um, I mean, what's that other M place? Uh, Michigan. How far is that from oh, Michigan? Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where any states are. I only know where California, Michigan, and Texas, and Florida. I know, like, where... I'm... Okay, I'm not going to say I don't know where any are, but most, like, if... You... 
uh, oh, people are going to get mad at me for this, but I don't care. If you're from a state that like nobody talks about, like Arkansas, I don't know where that is. And <laughs> I apologize, but we're not looking for you. So I don't know, you know, like where you are. <laughs> we're not looking. Well, uh, the only reason why I know where North Carolina is now is because of, of Miss Mountain Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason that's I know where North Carolina is. definitely not a place is. that I knew about. When when you said that you lived there, I was like, where the fuck is that? Where the fuck? I was like, is that the south or the coast? Like, what the fuck? I didn't. <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 I didn't know nothing. The south. I knew nothing yeah, I about like it. A, it sounded like a name that should be in the South. It is. Yeah. It's a Southern state. I just, myself, oh, I didn't she, even know about it. the East Coast. And I was no. like, what? They're on no, the East she's, Coast? No, she's in the, no, she's a Southern state. Um, okay, but it's on the East Coast. Yeah, but I'm not but on the East Coast southern. of it. Yeah, I'm in the no. West, uh, not. Some I'm in the, the, in the Western. Southern states are weird. It's a state on the East side. Bella, you're trying to have the same conversation with her that I've tried to have with multiple people because, no, I agree, but we're wrong for some stupid ass reason. No, yeah. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Yes, they touch the water, but no, they're the South, just like Florida. I don't touch well, the water, though. I used, to, I used to get in this argument about Florida all the time <laughs> with people. Like, Florida's the South. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the East Coast. It's literally the most East Coast you could get on the East Coast. And they were like, no, it's the South. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't care about Florida enough to have this conversation any further. <laughs> so I had this argument, so too. So you I just, people over up. there in the Carolinas, <laughs> You can say whatever you want. You're just wangy Easterners, as far as I'm concerned. Also, every all the east, like all the East Coast states you think of when you think of East Coast, I do not know where you are. I just call you all New York. So like <laughs> Pennsylvania is New York. Connecticut is New York. All of that, all of that is New York. And I know they probably hate that, but I don't care. Like it's all New York. <laughs> it's Fight New me. York until it's the South. It's that's it. Once it gets to the South, then I start figuring out states again. But all them teeny tiny itsy bitsy little states that dot the West, the East Coast, I'm not figuring out what the hell Delaware is. Look, all I have to say is this. That was a okay. wild tangent. How did we get on that? <laughs> that was Dude, wild. Let me finish up this tangent here. Two out of the three of us on this episode right now is from the lovely state of California, where really and truly, now, yes, between Hestia and I, we may have our difference because she's NorCal and I'm SoCal, but where we combine and join hands is when we say to all of you, we don't know who the fuck you are outside of California, okay? <laughs> We're lucky because we live in, out in other states now that we've had to learn our surrounding areas, but everything else, still don't Listen. know you. Actually, no, this is how bad I am. I'm way worse <laughs> than that because I have been in Michigan almost 10 years. I don't know what touches us other than I think Wisconsin. I don't know. See, been here 10 Dude, years. Dude, no. Don't I worry. California, I think... though. <laughs> you want to know why I know what touches? Because of my job, because I have, I had hospitals in those next by states, next door states. So I was like, I oh, didn't know. I, I didn't know this line. Any. I only knew Texas from from my point in Texas to California. That's all I knew. So I knew Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, <laughs> you know, and California. That's all I knew. And then I moved up here and had to learn a whole shit more other places. And I was like, well, at least I kind of was good at geography. 
you ever hear those conspiracy theories where there's really not people like all these all those other people like that we don't actually talk to that they're not real people they're all literally extras in our lives like extras in the background like yeah they're not we're real extras people. in theirs <laughs> yeah. it's not like your nephew well, over here so all of you who live in those other states you're all extras do you really exist? Show us you exist by subscribing. Yeah, that's the only way I'll believe you. You can either subscribe on Patreon or YouTube or both. But if you don't do one or the other or both, how do I know you exist? What the hell is a Wisconsin? And on that uh, note, <laughs> I think I think that's about all we have to say. We have I not talked so about too. anything on topic for quite a minute. Yep, I think we're cool. I gotta get dinner started anyway. See that that's part of the the thing about being live is that I think sometimes we tend to stay more on topic, especially when we have people who make comments that are actually part of the topic that we're talking about. When we don't have people chiming in, by the time we're done, we could be talking about I don't know, Prussia in the eight in in the 1673 <laughs> they talk about whatever <laughs> oh look it's shiny let's talk so about we, that shall we say bye-bye yeah, i guess we should do that huh yeah. hold on bye -bye. i can hear my neighbors okay. my neighbors are being loud rude okay now i'm standing in a dark room let's do this so i can get out of here <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> I just look like a weirdo standing in a dark bedroom holding a laptop standing in the middle of the room. Um, okay. Can you all hear that? No. Okay, good. Okay, so I guess that's all we have to say on that today. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on Patreon. You do not have to pay to follow. You only have to pay if you want to subscribe and get extra content. There's free content there. You'll find all of our links down below. So, bye. Bye.